Hey, everybody, it is your girl, MJ, and I am hot off the presses, excited because it's a new year, 2024, and I am just going back in my thoughts and my mind and thinking about how far I have come. And when I mean how far I've come in regards to um, my physical being, you know, usually the new year brings in and ushers in everybody's New Year's resolutions. And most people are like, I'm going to eat healthier or I'm going to lose weight or go to the gym or, you know, try to stop all the bad habits that you had in the previous year. And they usually last probably, what, 30, 60 days if you, you know, I don't know. But some people can go forward with it. But I'm none of those people. I've never made any New Year's resolutions or anything like that. So there's that. But where I'm going with that is, is that as far as my physical being, I can say over the last year, and actually this is because I was actually being very vain. We talked about that kid of mine who was a um, graduate and now he's a college student. And so I knew that the previous year, his junior year, that I needed to lose some weight because I wanted to be. It wasn't really the graduation is supposed to be about the kid, which we all know it's about the parents. And so I was like, I got to look good in the pictures. So I set out on an actual physical journey of health and wellness. And basically, I starved my poor husband to death. And so he had to lose weight, too. <laughs> so um, so we can look good in the pictures. And we did. Oh, my gosh. Everybody's like, oh, y'all look so good. You look so great. Ah, 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 all that good stuff. So with that being said, I think that has attributed to some of the other physical challenges that I had prior to actually dropping the weight. And I don't know for certain, because this can affect anybody, I believe, but I think that by me losing the weight and being able to move around and also that I'd usually, well, that I do have, not usually, I have a, uh, a, a, a job where I actually sit down all day. All those things, you know, play a part in, you know, uh, some of the onset of things um, that you could actually have or come down with. But for me, I actually suffered because I'm saying suffered past tense. I don't have it anymore. I'm not claiming it. I had sciatica and I didn't know what it was and how I found out what it was. I'm about to tell you. So here we go. All right. Well, one day prior to the actual event that I'm going to get to, I always have been, ever since I was a young child, I always did a lot of sneezing. And so I was one of those kids in class that I could probably sneeze probably 30 times in a row. And the kids always got tired because they would always say, bless you, bless you, bless you. And then the teacher's finally like, okay, we know she's going to do it by 20, 30 times. So just wait till she finishes. Okay. And that's just my trademark thing. Everybody knew that if I started sneezing, it was something and I was always on a roll. I hated it though. So one day, my bestie was getting married and I was um, getting myself together to uh, throw her a bridal shower. And I sneezed and I guess I sneezed in a way that I've never sneezed before. And I threw my back out. Never had that happen before. I mean, literally threw my back out. I was doubled over 
And actually, I remember this fell to the floor and I was flat on my back and I could not move. And I did not understand or knew what was happening. So that particular day is actually, I guess, when I discovered it. I don't know. I've heard people say you can sneeze and throw your back out. And I guess I, I found out the hard way. But I really believe from that time, a long time ago, it could have been my sciatica. But here's another little story inside of a story. So one day I was driving, going to my job. And me and the besties, mom, we worked together. And we were on our way to work. I'm sitting at a red light. I've got a cute little red two-door little Mitsubishi Mirage, my little sports car. We talked about how I used to drive that thing into the ground. Love that little car. Anyway, in my cute little sports car, the light turns green. I'm going through the light. And I see on the left side of me, I'm the driver, and I see to the left of me a tractor. Now, I'm not talking about an 18-wheel tractor trailer. I am talking about a real live farm tractor on the street. And as we know, that's illegal. And so as I was going through the, my green light, he's coming through his red light. And he crashes and tears up my car, a tractor. I mean, like green acres, farm land, the life for me, that kind of tractor, okay? And I'm showing my age because a lot of people probably are like, Green Eckers, what is she talking about? With uh, Is it Jaja or Ava? One of them. One of the sisters because they were twins. But anyway, if you're old as I am, you know what I'm talking about. Because we didn't have that many channels and that was one of the shows I was forced to watch as a kid. Anyway, so the tractor hits my, pa- my driver's side, crashes into me, swings the car around. I mean, I did a spin out. I mean, and tore up the whole driver's side. To the point where we both were having to be pried out of the car, put in an ambulance, feet up. I mean, it's the whole shebangy bang. Now, that's an incident that, that actually, I've been in a few car accidents, but I think that was one of the worst ones. Anyway, the point of the story is, going forward, I wonder if from that accident, then, that that sparked the sciatic nerve issue. I don't know. Because I've heard, supposedly, they have asked questions before. Have you had any type of trauma or any type of traumatic accident? And I'm like, I only had the one accident where the tractor really banged me up pretty bad. But outside of that, I don't know. So here goes. Didn't know about sciatica. I'm telling you that's what it is and was. But at this time, I didn't know. So the bat goes out with the bestie trying to get ready for the bridal shower. Okay. I recoup. They get me off the floor. I'm doubled over for the bridal shower, but I push my way through it. Okay. No back issues for a while. All right. So then my girlfriend calls me one day, and I don't know why I was home. I must have been off that day. I don't know. But she needed somebody to watch her daughter. So I was like, oh, yeah, you can bring over. I'm I'm working from home or whatever. So she was like, okay. So she drops her off. And I want to say her daughter probably was about nine, eight or nine. But old enough that if something happened, she could dial 911, basically. So I'm like messing around. I'm like, okay, I got to cook dinner. So she's in the house playing. The way my house is set up is that where she was playing, she was down the hallway in my guest room. I had her set up in the guest room. 
Now, when you come down the hallway, this is that old house that I talked about. You come down the hallway and go out to the garage. I had a deep freezer out there. So my deep freezer is full. I mean, I've got to like pull stuff out of the from the top just to get down to the bottom to figure out, you know, whatever it is. And at this particular day, I'm looking for a chicken. I'm going to cook a chicken. I'm roasting a chicken. Okay. Bend myself over. Get down in that freeze. I done pulled out half of the stuff and I'm like down in there digging for gold. And as I'm trying to get myself out of the freezer, push myself up. I can't. I'm like, wait, what, what? Help, hold on. So I'm still like, okay, maybe I'm too far down in because it's a pretty big freezer. So I'm kind of like, you know, my feet are kind of like dangling a little bit in the air. But I'm, 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 you know, I got enough where I can push myself down from the bottom and throw myself back out of the freezer. Well, guess what? I could. So I'm like. In this cold freezer, in between a chicken and a roast, looking at all this food at the bottom of the freezer. And I'm like, help. I'm like, what in the? So, my, I mean, my back is out. It's dead. It's not functioning. I'm just like, it's over. It's done. So, I'm like yelling, help. But remember, she's down the hall on the other side of the house. Has no idea that I'm out here in this freezer. Slumped over. Okay. Help. I'm screaming. Help. Garage door is down, so nobody from the outside world can hear me. I'm still hollering help. I don't know how long I stayed out there in that freezer, but I was out there for a very long time, and I guess finally she wanted a snack or needed something to eat or something. I don't know what she needed, but she finally found me. Okay. She comes out and so she was like, what? And I'm like, just help me. Just grab me from my, 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 my shirt and just pull. She's pulling. I'm trying to push. It's like if you've never experienced this before, you're paralyzed. I couldn't move. My back just wasn't cooperating. It wasn't working. It's not like it was excruciating pain and I could actually push through it and pull myself out. I physically could not get out of the freezer. I was literally stuck, bent over. And she wasn't big enough or grounded enough to help get me out. So at this point, I'm like, call your mom. So she calls her mom and she's trying to explain that I'm stuck in the freezer. And all I can hear is the are laughing on the phone and I'm like no literally seriously I'm stuck in the freezer I my back went out I don't know what's happening and remember I didn't know it was called sciatica so she's like okay she was like she really she was like you two can't figure out how to get out of the freezer I said no I'm dead serious I can't get out of this freezer do something she was like well I dropped off I got something to do I can't come and help you so she was like okay let me think so then she was like okay I'm gonna call my mom so she calls her mom. And so her mom is like, well, I'm only five feet and I'm a teeny tiny person. So I probably can't help get her out of the freeze either. So I'm going to have to call for reinforcement. So at this point, I'm like, it's cold, the freezer. Do we need to call the fire department? I mean, at this point, I'm frustrated. I'm like, look. They're like, no, hold on. I'm going to go get such and such, and we're going to come over there, and we're going to all help get, try to get you out of the freezer. So I still had to wait. 
Now, when you sit here and think about the story, I should have called the fire department. Some nice, fine firemen. Wouldn't have been a bad idea, you know what I mean? But I wasn't thinking correctly at the time. And, oh, I guess I did. I, I guess I didn't think of that because I was married at the time. So that's probably why I didn't. But still, anyway, um, I digress. So anyway, they show up. We let the garage door up. Here these two five foot one, five foot ladies come, two t- little petite ladies, and they're laughing. They're getting out of the car, falling down, laughing because all you see is my backside hanging down in the freezer. So when I tell you it took three people, the kid and the two, the two, the two older ladies to help get me out of this freezer, seriously. And then when they pulled me out of the freezer, I was so jacked up, I could only slide down on top of the hood of my car that was in the garage because I was in bad shape. I'm like, you all have to take me to the emergency room because I don't know. We didn't know what was going on. So then they're like, okay, you can't even stand up straight to walk. So I had a two-car garage at the time. Now, this is just craziness. They had to back the car in. And basically stand me up and slide me onto the back seat. That's just how bad my back was. I mean, literally, it was like I was a, a ironing board. That's just how stiff and straight I was. So they slid me onto the back seat and they took me to the emergency room. And we had to have some, they had to bring out a the, the stretcher, gurney or whatever, because they couldn't get me in a wheelchair because my back was so bad. They had to put me on the thing and lay me flat. So I'm just thinking in my mind, like, all this, what is going on? Did I, did a nerve go back out? Am I paralyzed? What is happening? So we get in there, they run the test, they go through all this analysis or whatever. Come back and the doctor pulls the curtain back and he's like, you ever heard of sciatica? And I'm laying there like, no. He was like, well, I'm pretty sure that's what's going on with you. I said, okay, what is that? Am I going to die? What was happening? He was like, oh, no. He said, but he said, yours, this is a really bad case. And he said, you're going to be down for a while, looks like. So I said, okay, so what does that mean? What triggers it? And he's asking me the same questions like I talked about. Did you have some traumatic injury or something happened to you? I said, I don't know. And I told him the story about a tractor hitting my car years ago. And he was like, that could have did it. I don't know. Then I told him I used to sneeze all the time. Oh, you know, I'm going through the whole medical history. And he was like, I don't know what to tell you. But basically, he explained to me that the nerve actually is in your butt. And it runs down your leg and... These are the things you can do. You can take a tennis ball and rub it really, really good. Go get massages. And it's kind of just one of those things. Basically, he told me, you got to just live with it. You just got to put up with it. You just got to deal with it. And I'm like, I got to put up with it. I'm not even 30 years old. I'm too young to be dealing with these old folks' issues and problems. Are you kidding me? This is just absolutely ridiculous. He was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. So I said, what do I need to do? He was like, you're going to have to go home. He said, my advice was don't get in the bed. You got to sleep on the floor. Sleep on the floor. He was like, yeah, you need a very hard, flat surface. And it's kind of just like you got to let it run its course and just kind of one of those things you just got to deal with. And then, of course, they jack you up and give you a bunch of um, muscle relaxers and pain pills. So I'm high as a kite every night, laid out on the floor looking at this carpet. And I'm just like, this is just not the life. This is just terrible. It's absolutely it was just the worst thing. 
And so from there, it got a little bit better, but at any given moment, had no idea it was so debilitating. You could, I could just wake up and I can't get out of the bed. And it, it was just the strangest thing. And then luckily for me, I actually found someone my actual one of my supervisors when I was working and she had it too. So she knew when I would have to call in and say, I'm flat on my back. I can't really come in because there's just nothing you can do. You can't drive. You can't do anything. And so I was just like, oh my gosh, this is just the worst thing. So I lived with that probably 13, 14 years. It was just terrible. And trust me, every time I sneeze, you know, I held my breath because I thought my back was going to go out. So it was already. And, you know, they tell you, you know, if you sneeze, you really, your heart really stops. And I, I was just a basket case. Every time I sneeze, I just swore my back was going to go out or I couldn't bend over. I was scared to bend over because you just never know what would trigger. You know, you could be doing fine. I could be doing jumping jacks and skip to the loo, my darling. And next thing you know, my back is out. So I just suffered with that thing for forever. Oh, my gosh. And then I had to go to the chiropractor. And then the chiropractor gave me even worse news. And he went and looked at it. He was like, oh, guess what? You're bone on bone. I'm like, what does that mean? He was like, there's no cartilage in between your vertebrae right here. Exactly. So he's like, you got that going on, too. I'm like, well, I'm just a hot mess. And I said, well, how do you lose that? He said, well, usually you lose it over time. But then he comes back and he says to me. Was there something traumatic that happened to you? And I'm like, are you kidding me? So you mean to tell me that this one kid, and it was a kid who was driving a tractor, by the way. I forgot to tell you that part. It was a kid who had no business on a actual farm tractor in the middle of Dallas somewhere driving on the actual street. Oh, yeah. Now I'm going to go on a rant. They didn't have any insurance. Obviously. And so my insurance company tried to sue the guy who actually owned the tractor. And then during the process of litigation, he had a heart attack and died. Yeah, that's my luck. So, yeah. So not only did I had to have my car insurance fix my car and pay all my medical bills because there was nobody else that I could throw it off on. The guy died. And then I was stuck with a jacked up back. Okay. So there's that. So I'm saying that the sciatica obviously came from the in, from the injury from the car accident because everybody keeps saying, did you have something traumatic happen to you? I guess so. I guess it was a tractor. And nobody will believe when I still tell the story today that I was hit by a tractor. And they're just like, really? I'm like, I cannot make this stuff up. All right. Well, that was another one for the books, everybody. I'm MJ and I'll talk to you later. I can be reached on Instagram. And guess what? If you've had something crazy or traumatic happen to you, reach out to me and tell me your story and we can swap and talk about those things because, you know, I just can't be the only one that has these type of events happen to me in my life. I know it's got to be some crazy stuff happening to you out there, too. And I can be reached and put a pin in that 72 on Instagram. Until next time, I'll talk to you later.